Welcome to Seeds of Self, a podcast for daughters disrupting generational cycles. I'm your host, Chelsea, coach, mentor, and founder of Seedspace, a community that explores the intersections between identity, culture, and well-being. With a focus on empowering a more inclusive approach to contemporary wellness, our mission is to support the rising and thriving of all women beyond conditioning imposed through patriarchal, colonial, and capitalist culture. Join us week to week for candid conversations, deep diving on all things spirituality, psychology, self-development, business in the wellness industry, and more. If our content resonates, it'd mean the world if you could give us a rating or share with a friend. Okay, thank you so much for being here. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Seeds of Self podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. For those of you who are new here, welcome. Hello. Before I kick off this week's episode, I'd like to invite you, if you are listening, if you are local and Berlin-based, if you are someone who is craving connection, aligned female friendships, and looking for something fun, wholesome and healing to do on this year's upcoming International Women's Day, March 8th, come and join us for our in-person workshop, Sip and Play, in collaboration with a lovely woman of colour, play coach and community member, Victoria from Extra Piñata. We will be co-facilitating an experience of play, creativity and sisterhood in celebration of all things womanhood. Victoria and I spoke on last week's episode on the importance of play and the healing benefits of inviting more moments of creation, exploration and curiosity into our day-to-day practices as busy adults. I'll link both the episodes and the tickets to this workshop in the show notes. Come along, join us. We have some beautifully curated brand sponsorships with goodies to share, and we can't wait to meet you all. Okay, let's dive into today's episode. So it's been a while since I've recorded an episode. A lot of the Seeds of Self podcasts are batch created ahead of time, so I thought I'd kick off today with a short little life update. If you've not yet listened to episode 11 of the Seeds of Self podcast, which is all about how to manifest your visions into reality, it's a nice little exploration of my personal process of ensuring that the goals and visions I set for myself at the beginning of each year are manifested into my reality through a very, very simple action-oriented approach. If you're someone who does struggle with following through on doing the thing that you want to do, I can really recommend that you give this one a listen to. I've received a lot of feedback that this episode in particular was super helpful in terms of sharing a really clear step-by-step process for people that is tangible, 
practical and can easily be implemented for greater accountability toward manifesting our dreams into reality. Now, all of that being said, long-winded prelude, you'll have to excuse me, I am in my premenstrual phase, so not the most articulate, but here I am. I'm sharing all of that because one of my themes for this year discussed in the episode is home. Home in all of its facets, so physical space, connection to ancestral roots, connection to family, friends, partnership, all the things. I shared that Berlin, where I've created a home for the last, well, close to eight years, is no longer feeling aligned. And it's one of my goals to explore other cities that fit more with my current set of values and where I see the next couple of years for myself unfolding, Amsterdam being one of them. So today's episode is coming to you from rainy, grey Amsterdam. Here I am taking aligned action, spending the month here to feel into whether this could be home and giving myself that space and that opportunity to at least put my manifestation into action and into momentum. So This is your reminder, this is your invitation that if you have not yet taken micro-aligned steps toward a goal that you have set for yourself at the beginning of this year, check in, see where you can invite something tangible into your week, into your weekend, a small little to-do that will just nudge you into that direction. So as part of being here and part of feeling into whether this city feels like home and whether I could be here for the next couple of years, I'm actually practicing holding space for the more flowy, intuitive side of my being. As an eldest daughter from an immigrant background and being hyper-responsible, it's much more comfortable for me to kind of live out my life from that controlling, structured practical, logistical side of my brain. And one of the things that I'm exploring both in therapy, but as I navigate my healing journey and moving toward being a little bit more integrated, I'm practicing, right? Using my intuition, tapping into the wisdom of my body and activating a sense of trust in my actual feelings toward something. So while I'm here, while I'm here for the month, while I'm exploring, while I'm working here throughout my day-to-day, when I go to different cafes, when I explore different neighborhoods, when I do all of those things, I'm really making it a regular practice to check in with myself, check in with my intuition. And I'm doing that through a little micro-ritual, which I thought would be really beautiful to share here with the Seeds of Self community. I know that I am not alone in struggling with really holding space for my intuition and giving that licensing and that permission to take decisions from the feeling part of who I am. I know many women, especially if you have grown up in an environment that taught you from a young age to control in order to feel a sense of safety, security, stability, maybe not even in your childhood, but perhaps now if you identify as being someone of a marginalized identity, maybe you're an immigrant yourself now, there's a lot of thinking, there's a lot of analyzing, right? 
I want to share this micro ritual because it's so simple. <laughs> it's very easy. It can be done anywhere, anytime. And it's a really nice way to kind of check in with how you're feeling. Because yes, as people who identify as being women, we have incredibly, incredibly strong intuitive powers that through navigating societies that uh, influence through capitalism, the patriarchy, colonialism, we lose touch with that, right? We lose touch with that wisdom. Our ancestors lost touch with that wisdom. We learned at some point that it's not safe to take decisions from our place of feeling. And for me, part of my deconditioning journey now is reclaiming using my feelings as an equally balanced and informative part of decision making. So let's get to the ritual. This particular practice, this particular little tool that I am using is very much informed by my personal human design. I'm a 6-2 manifesting generator with a sacral authority. That means the way that I take decisions or the way that my decisions are informed is very much influenced by my gut feeling, right? How my sacral is feeling about something. In saying that, however, regardless of your human design, as I mentioned earlier, I do believe that women in general are so conditioned away from accessing that innate wisdom and the feeling within their body when it comes to taking decisions, navigating life challenges, etc. We think very much with our head. We are conditioned to be in that analytical space. This will be a helpful, informative practice to tap back into your inner voice. So maybe you want to modify slightly to suit your preferences, but the first step to this micro ritual, this micro practice is taking a minute in a quiet space. So finding somewhere that you can sit or stand. I have actually done this in public too, but ideally you are in a space that feels good. Step two is closing your eyes to block out any visual stimuli. I feel for me, it's really easy to get distracted by things that are around me. So already shutting down any kind of visual influence really helps with tuning into that internal dialogue. Step three is taking some deep belly breaths to land within yourself, to regulate your nervous system and to come back to a moment of presence. Generally, I take around three of these when I'm doing the practice, but if you are still feeling quite distracted or like your mind is busy, then I invite you to take as many as needed to really reach that place of internal peace. So, so far we have step one, taking a minute in whatever space is available to us that feels good, whether it's quiet, whether you're in public, whether you are standing or whether you have a moment to sit down. Closing our eyes, step two, to block out that kind of visual distraction Step three, taking that minute to land into the body through using your breath. This is where we transition into step four, which is asking a series of quick, simple and short yes or no questions and capturing what our initial reaction is to those questions. 
So those questions ultimately should be informed by whatever decision it is that you are trying to make in a particular moment of time. For me, just to give a really silly but tangible example here, let's say I'm going for a walk and I'm passing a coffee shop. I will check in with myself like, okay, do I want a coffee in this moment? Do I feel like a coffee this afternoon? Just because I'm passing by, do I actually want one or am I being influenced because the interior looks cute? I don't know. Quickly stand there, close my eye for a second, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Ask the simple yes or no question, what is my sacral saying? Take that answer as a first instance, right? You can use this for much more meaningful decision-making processes, but often like the quick, simple yes or no line of questioning allows us to really access that innate inner dialogue before the busyness of the analytical mind kicks in. And I really invite you to ask a couple of variations of different questions if it's unclear to you in the beginning. As I've been practicing this for a while and, you know, really integrating this into my day-to-day with how I'm taking decisions, um, I'm starting to notice that I'm able to trust those first instincts that come up. But at first it wasn't really that the case. And I was finding myself asking a couple of different questions to really feel into what it is my body and my body's intelligence is saying. When I'm done, I like to journal these questions and the immediate answers It's hard to keep the distinction between the analytical and the thinking mind apart from what you've just experienced on a somatic level, but being able to write it down in a clear space really helps to kind of imprint whatever it is, whatever wisdom, whatever inner dialogue has come up in that particular moment. So give this a try if you are someone who struggles with accessing what it is that your body is telling you, is feeling into, is leading you toward. Maybe you want to try it in a situation like when you go to the supermarket, right? And you are thinking about what to buy for dinner. Like, do you feel like Italian tonight? Yes, no. Do you feel like Asian? Yes, no. Practicing this has really helped me as an overthinking, overanalytical, living in my head kind of person to slowly, I'm not 100% there yet, but slowly create an equilibrium between the feeling side of me and the thinking side of me. So if this resonates, if you are also someone who has been conditioned to be in your head and less in your body, I would love, love, love to hear how this ritual lands. If you perhaps have your own micro ritual on how you access your intuition in your daily life, in your daily practices, please do share over on Seed Spaces Instagram. I love hearing from you. If you found this episode helpful, if you've been listening for a while and our content is really resonating, it'd mean the world if you could give us a rating, a like, share with a friend. It really helps us get more visibility around the podcast. Otherwise, happy connecting with your intuition, happy connecting with the inner wisdom of your body. And until next week, bye-bye. 
you so much for tuning in and being part of this movement. I hope this episode left you feeling inspired, supported and seen in your journey. If our content resonates, it'd mean the world if you could share with a friend, subscribe or give us a rating. If you're curious about working together or would simply like to share your thoughts or any other feedback, links are in the show notes of how to best get in touch. Until then, so much love to wherever you're listening in from. Bye-bye.